It's Big Chuck from Elite Eight Showdown. Hey, did you know that the podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network? You can find all of our podcasts over at professionalcasual.com. The Professional Casual Network has gear. Check out teespring.com slash store slash professional casual for fresh new swag. A huge shout out to our sponsor, beardeddragongames.online. Pick up all your local game store goodness from Magic the Gathering, Dungeons and Dragons, Pathfinder, or Wafurp 4th Edition, as well as terrain, paints, board games, comics, and more. Make sure to use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout for free domestic shipping or PCME10 for 10% off your total order at beardeddragongames.online. Also, a special thanks to Built Bar for sponsoring the show. To get 10% off your order and to help support the show, use code PROFESSIONALCASUAL at checkout or use the link in the show notes. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, welcome to the only podcast on planet Goat Dang Earth where we pick anything and everything, ma'am. To face off an eight subject bracket elimination tournament, this is Elite Eight Showdown, and I am your host. A big juggle! Wow. Wow. That one made my heart, like, skip a, a very quick beat. I'm sorry, everyone. Genuinely apologize for that. But I am joined once again. By my comrade, my cohort, my co-conspirator, more importantly, my co-host, Tim. He holds Camp Anawana in his heart, but when he thinks about it, it makes him want to fart. Get it right or pay the price. France. Tim. Mm-hmm. How's your summer going? How is? Hot chucking summer. Um, you know what? All, all things considered. Uh-huh. My, uh. Hot Chuck in summer. He's actually going pretty well. Oh, that's good. Um, I mean, for you. I'm not a child or a teacher, so I have to work. So uh-huh. it's pretty much a time like any others, except I, uh, you know, get a lot more angry that I'm not like outside or have free time. Sure. Get that. Uh, you're also getting less sleep because you're up later because it's not getting dark earlier. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So my kids are like, oh, well, I can't go to sleep yet because it's still late outside. It's not it's not bedtime. It's light. Right, and you're just like, no, it's time to fucking go to bed so I can pretend like I actually want to be around yeah. you. Can you just drink another Truly and go to bed, kid? Like, yeah. come on. I, oh, I get that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Realistically speaking, and I know, you know, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. We always have the idea of, like, throw the kid, right? Yeah. Like, like whip the kid at somebody. Mm-hmm. Use him as a weapon, against somebody else because it's easy to pick up a child right Mm -hmm. i think that's a dumb mistake i think that's a dumb decision on your part throwing a kid at somebody guarantees that there's a a possibility that that person is going to safely catch that kid and nobody's realistically going to get hurt right parent parent strength kicks in right like you know mom lifting a car off their child or whatever which is why we know from marvel crisis protocol yes. uh the thing that gets thrown mm-hmm. in this case the child takes right. one automatic damage right but the thing that is colliding with right gets a dodge roll absolutely slash catch roll right it could potentially take nothing mm-hmm. or it could potentially take one plus the kid's size category in damage right here's my suggestion mm-hmm Throw the adult at a child. Ooh. Yeah. 
Very rarely can a child catch an adult. Mm-hmm. We're talking at least twice the size of the child. And the child is normally blameless in, yeah. a, in a thrown situation. Yep. But to the child, he doesn't care mm-hmm. who projected right. the adult that hit him. He's now only angry at the adult. Mm-hmm. It's like how dogs, when you trip over them in the middle of the night, don't understand that you can make mistakes. So they assume that you woke up. Yep. To kick them. Right. Exactly. Yep. Uh, also, the child will not blame the thrower. Mm-hmm. They will blame the throwee because they are the one that collided with the kid. Correct. Yep. They won't understand that I have now yeeted you at a small child. Mm-hmm. The small child only accepts the idea that the person hit them, hit them for a malicious intent. Yep. I say, Right here, right now, the Elite Eight Showdown Parenting Guide, Chapter One, Yeet Adults at Kids. Mm -hmm. Could sell millions. Yeah. You know what I mean? We could be the the next real big uh, young adult writer. Yes. Author. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, Other people can fucking do it. Why can't we? When we write our YA novel. Yeah. Let us make a OGL licensed. Okay campaign path for it i like it mm-hmm. i super like it you know also, what else i like is it the fact that uh as compared to last week when we recorded mm-hmm. uh and my my beard was very scruffy yeah and it had gone pretty far down my neck yeah uh this week before yeah. recording i made sure to trim it up look at that no more neck beard it was like down but here before yeah a little bit and and everything's just nicer looking my cheekbones look great yeah um, and I've been wearing these, these big headphones to hide mm-hmm. how great my jawline is. Fair. Super fair. A little you self-conscious have, about it. You have a chin. It's I there. Do. You have a wide chin. Short, mm-hmm. but wide. I have a small, what I like to call butt, uh, ball chin. It looks like I just have a little sack hanging from my, my face. Yeah. And I got too much fat underneath. You know what I mean? It doesn't look good. I don't have a strong chin. That's why I have a beard. If you were to trim up how much was on your neck, it would hide the amount of ball that you have on the bottom of your face. Accurate. I did. I listen. I'm unemployed still uh, in my shoot. Yeah, job. true. So like, I don't give a fuck about anything. Do you know who gave me I that? haven't showered in like four days? Do you know who gave me that hot tip about where to shave it and uh, and all that? Where's that? Uh, Outsiders Beard Co. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Head over to Outsiders Beard Co. They know what they're doing. Find out how to shave your face. You know where I learned how to shape my eyebrows? No. Oh, my ex. Oh. Shout out, uh, shout out to that ex. Um, actually, nothing bad to say about her, uh, but she was an Ulta um, like consultant. Um, like She was like the head, like head of makeup department for doing your makeovers. Okay. And she like taught me how to shape up my eyebrows. Clearly they didn't take any of the information in. I have very bushy eyebrows. I don't like them, but cause I know that everyone came here for, for our personal grooming habits. Yep. Uh, when I don't shower, I have like three hairs that stick out of my eyebrows yeah. at like a sharp angle. Yes. And yeah. Makes... You get the warlord kind of stuff. That's exactly yeah. what it is. Yeah. I was trying to place it and I ended up Placing it at the Poison Gym Leader's eyebrows. Yes. From Pokemon Red and Blue. Yes. Yep. They are uh, fierce. They make you look angry all the time. Kaga? It might be. Uh, yeah, I was thinking uh, Kaguya. Uh, uh, yeah. Vega? 
Kaguya? Coda. 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 Oh, I feel good that I remember that now. Coda. Yep. Something like that. Koga? I Sounds mean, right. we could, yeah, we could look it up real quick. Um, I mean, I don't know what else we would do right now. Right. Actually, well, I could tell you. Because um, he would be as disappointed in our fans as we are because we don't have 55 star reviews anywhere. Oh, that's super Collectively, true. Collectively, all over the place. Remember to leave a five star review wherever you can. Helps the algorithm, helps the show, helps the show grow. It is Koga. It Koga. Okay, it is Koga. I knew there was a G in there. I didn't think it was Kota. That was Koga. Yeah. Yeah, so I was joking. Um, Tim. Yes. This week, we are doing the best because it is hot chuck and summer, baby. It's still the summertime. Mm-hmm. We have so much summer left. Now, my birthday is like in the like midpoint of summer. Yeah. Right. Uh, almost actually very specifically like the exact midpoint. Yeah. Almost the exact midpoint. So like when when I was a kid, when the when my birthday was over, I always thought summer was over. Yeah. Because like in most, especially around here, like swimming lessons were over by then. Or like there was only one week left because they always ended last week of July. Mm hmm. Um, and then the swimming presentation was always the first week of August. Yeah. Classic. Classic. Mm-hmm. You remember? Remember when you were like in the last set of like the last class and you had to watch the fucking nerds like hold on to like look at what the kindergarten oh, kids the kickboards, the kickboards yeah. and everybody's like, oh, I'm so proud. It's like, I'm going to fucking wreck these nerds when mm-hmm. it's when it's normal swim time. I made uh, Still my spotlight. One of my uh, swim instructors cry. Because, you know, uh, Chrissy Bankish. Oh, I do. Um, Very well. Yes. He like kind of drowned once a little bit. Yep. During swimming lessons. Yeah. And uh, I had Had a seizure under the water. Yeah. Something like that. Yep. Okay. I was there for that. Oh, fucking rad. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That was crazy. That was like the summer of Pokemon, too. Yes, it was. was... Yeah. We would bring our Pokemon cards in 10 o'clock adult swim. We would uh, we'd get our decks out and play real quick. Um, (sighs) Good times. So. I had the same instructor uh-huh. and she was making us do laps with weights uh, yep. at, at one point. And I was like, man, she's driving us hard. She's going to make us pull a Chris Bankish. And she cried and ran to the bathroom. And Frank, I don't know if you remember Frank. Still works there. Yes, he does. Yep. I was there the other day and I was like, yo, Frank is still here. I took swimming lessons 20 years ago. Yes. I never had Frank as my instructor, but Frank yelled. All real bad at me about making that uh, swim instructor cry. Fair. Super fair. So Frank is still there. Frank is like head of everything. Yeah. For like not only, I guess, just the town because the other pool is the city. Yeah. So he's just in charge. But like he coordinates everything now. Mm -hmm. He's a head coordinator guy. Uh, It's just him sitting in lawn chairs with like four hot girls. Yeah, pretty much. Frank. Yeah. So I... Because when it isn't the one day it didn't rain, yeah. Uh, so far this week, uh, I went over and did the adult swim from uh 12 to 1. Yeah, fucking dope, dude. It's just me and a bunch of 60 year olds. Yes, it is. It's fucking awesome. They are loose, yeah. Too. Let me tell you, they will let you get in there. Yeah, they will. They don't give a shit. No, no, you can just fucking do whatever you want for an hour. Mm-hmm. And then like little kids show up. So then you're like, all right, get the fuck out of here. I, yeah, I don't need to be, I'm I don't meet the creepy kid without a, you know, the creepy guy without a kid here. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, but yeah, they don't give a shit. They're, they're eating lunch. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it is legit. Just like Frank, the, I don't know. He's got to be in his late fifties. I mean, he looks good. Cause yeah, he works he out all the time. Yeah. And he's well tanned. Probably late forties, early fifties is what uh, I would guess. But maybe he is, is very in shape. So yeah. Yeah. He could be 62 for all I know. It's completely accurate. Mm-hmm. And then 
just a bunch of stupid hot lifeguards. Yeah. All I have not seen one guy yet. It's all females. Mm-hmm. All like college age females. Yep. Good on him. Uh, I went there with uh, some friends at the network here. Yep. And uh, one of their children uh-huh. uh, had an earring that they lost in the pool. Uh, guess whose foot found it? Oh. While carrying three children on his back, <laughs> running around the pool because I'm a big, tall, fat guy. So I was like, yeah, I can I can run through four foot high water like a fucking son of a bitch. Right. And uh, yeah, ball of my foot went down hard. Yeah. On that. And I was like, what the <laughs> fuck is this? I had two kids climbing off of me like while I'm trying to lift my foot up to see what it is. I was like, is this a thumbtack? Who put a thick ass thumbtack in this pool? Yep. And then that particular child was like, oh, I lost that. Oh, did you? <laughs> oh, did oh, you? Oh, wow. I did not expect to get penetrated at the pool today. <laughs> Ooh. I am sorry for that. Yeah. Uh, if it hit anywhere else on my foot, I yeah. would have been like. You would have been in trouble. Terrified. Like yeah. if it was on the arch. Oh, my God. You would have been done, dude. It was right between the two balls of my feet. Here's the good news. They put so many chemicals in that, that was my water. Thought. You're totally fine, dude. It's already like, it's already yeah, cleaned. That and all the kid pee that's in there is sterile. Yep. <laughs> so we got that going. We got that going. But this this week, mm-hmm. we're gonna crown the best thing about summer camp, baby. Yes. Were you a summer camp guy? I was a huge summer camp guy. You don't say. Mm-hmm. What was your so what was your summer camp? uh skin if you will like summer camp exists mm-hmm. you know the big bubble of summer camp but then there's like yes. boy scout camp mm-hmm. band camp mm-hmm. theater camp mm-hmm. ymca camp yep like just day camp i so i was uh boy scout day camp and uh, at the old crumhorn yes at the old crumhorn yep. yep uh or i was uh ymca day camp uh up at the ymca uh, camp area uh shout out which is now a beautiful wedding venue mm-hmm. we've done a couple of events up there and it's absolutely gorgeous it's like oh man i saw a dude take a shit on that tree over there when i was like five um my mom worked yeah. uh at a place that went by the school calendar yep. so she had summers off mm-hmm. so i went to a lot of summer camps all the time because she did not want to deal with me at all Super fair. So I absolutely went to to Boy Scout camp. Mm-hmm. I absolutely went to YMCA camp. Yep. I went to like three different church camps. Okay. Um, and a swimming camp and a theater camp. What was the wildest? Theater camp and one of the church camps. Really? Yeah. See, I've always had this theory that like religious camps are always the wildest ones. Yes. For sure. Yep. Yep. Because it's like everybody knows why you're there. You know what I mean? And it's just like mm-hmm. it's open. It's all open for you. You know what I mean? Like yep. just fucking run and train on everybody. Correct. You know, uh, pretty much all of the the main big like uh, boop, 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 check off the boxes. Big sexual experiences all happened at church camp. I totally believe that. Mm-hmm. I absolutely totally believe that. Or at church uh, like weekends during like uh, winter break. Right. All right. Well, remember that for winter um, season four. <laughs> you know, sometimes you're watching signs by M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah. In a in a in a room with a bunch of other kids. And, you know, she's just going at it. Huh. Just dry. Just dry tugging. Just. Yeah. Wow. All right. 
swing, baby. Shout out to that girl. Yeah, shout out to her. All right, that's dope. Whose parents came with her to meet me before she was allowed to stay because she was like, I don't know his intentions at this church retreat. And then she was like, let me just give you a dry tug right now. Well, her parents were like, oh, he seems like a nice boy. He seems harmless. <laughs> they didn't meet you enough, did they? Honestly, it wasn't even me. It was all her. <laughs> she was. Yeah. All right. I just mean in general, because you were a piece of shit probably back then. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was like piece of shit, Tim. Uh-huh. Yeah. All prime, right. Prime time piece of shit, Tim. Yeah. Good times. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. POD I... for the POS, you know? Hell yeah, baby. Youth of I, a nation. I will not lie. I do miss that, Tim, a little bit. As long as you weren't the target of that, Tim, it was normally a great time. Uh, Yes, absolutely. That's exactly what I mean. When you make me cry in the basement of a youth center, not a fan. When you make other people cry in the basement of a youth center, definitely a fan. Pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Love it. We do have to crown a new MVP this week. We got to give out a big chucker name. Yeah. This one, this week. Of course, you know how this works. If you head over to patreon.com slash professional casual, give us at least $3 a month for two months. You are officially entered in to the Big Chuckers Club. All right, Tim, flag this. Flag, 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 flag. What are you thinking of doing? Oh, Dan. I have an idea. Okay. Do you want to make his Big Chucker name Dan Cole? (laughs) Yes. Okay. Okay. Right. And then after the episode comes out, we could just have a shtick about how he's been. He's now he's going by his big chuck. Yes. Name anytime people reference yes. him. Okay. Okay. All right. So as little as three dollars, you're going to get access to everything that the big chucker tier has, plus access to that hot Discord. You're going to get a membership card if you pay a year up front while supplies last. You will get a free pen as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, who doesn't love a free pen? Who doesn't love who a doesn't pen? love a free pen? Of course, amazing art by Katie Finout. Go follow her on Instagram at noodle underscore puppet six six six. Also, did our amazing T-shirt design, mm. which is up, baby. It is up. And as we all know, Tim ordered it on fucking everything. I did. Shower Bat curtain. Mat, Bat- shower curtain. It's listen. It's there. Socks it, and shirt. Socks and shirt. I was. I wasn't sure what the socks were going to look like. It is literally the entire design across two shirts mm-hmm. or two sh- socks. Yeah. Men and women's sizes available. Yes. This week we are doing the old, the old, you know, he takes a lot of, he takes a lot here. Mm-hmm. Takes a couple of punches. And I feel like we should give him a really good name, a really solid name, a really, something that really solidifies who he is. Yes. We're talking about Dan Cole, the furry himself. Mm-hmm. Now, I will remind you. Yeah. He has paid at least three. He is actually a, a high tier guy. He is. A I mean, founder not, here. Yes. Yeah. I mean, pay wise, not actually a human being a high tier. But Oh, no. He's at the five dollar level. Ah, man, that's pretty high. Yeah. It's higher than you need to be to get that card. That's true. You that's know what I mean? true. Higher than certain people sitting at this table currently. Oh, you. I was yeah. like, I have three fake accounts that all <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon. Eckert. Um. Yeah, but do you have it like rigged up weird where you're actually making money off of it because you figure stuff out like that? So normally I do. I I, so I am recumping some of the money that Patreon takes out of it. Smart. Uh, Yeah. 
So I'm only paying 20% on the money I'm giving my, myself in taxes. I'm only paying 10% to Patreon and then another credit card transaction fee. But out of that 30% that comes out of what I donate to myself, I'm making 1% cash back. Hey, yo. So, uh, yeah. Unless you have a Discover It card during the months of June to August, I think. Ooh. Then you get 5% cash back on all subscription services. Okay. Do, do you think that would count as a subscription service? It does. Or do you think it's like just the big three, like Hulu, Netflix? Nope. Patreon Amazon. does count. Okay. Yep. I mean, I got 5% cash back on my yeah, like $10 total for Patreons that I give. So mm. go figure, you know, yep. full whopping five cents. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. Tim, are you ready? As we all well know, we know how this works. Mm -hmm. I pick a word, you pick a word that becomes their name. Let's remind some hotties that we have out there, like Volcano Quencher, Melker Grain Bowl, Milker Grain Bowl, Cosmic Juggaletto, <sighs> Bodacious Partner, mm -hmm. Turtle Management, Old Turtle Dagna management. himself. Yep. Tim, are you ready? What was Craigers? Corkscrew Huge Dick. Yeah. I'm sorry. Corkscrew hyphen huge dick. Yep. Yep. Are you ready? Mm hmm Dan. Cole. Dan Cole. All, All right. right. I, you know, to be honest, I don't. That came out a lot more respectful than I thought it was. Yeah, I'm to. actually kind of impressed. Dan Cole. Okay, I want to make sure I spelled it right. Yeah. Yep. So uh, here's, you know... <laughs> No one, no one has to do this. Yeah. Uh, obviously, we put in a lot of time and effort into making these cards, into coming up with these names. Mm -hmm. If you want to legally change your name to the name right. that we assign you, yeah. Um, honestly, more power to you. And I think only the the biggest of big chuckers would do that. Absolutely, you're not wrong. To be totally honest. And I think when we're giving such strong names out there, yes. Why would you not want to? Correct. Shout out to Dan Cole. Yeah. Oh, it just flows off the it tongue. It just flows off the tongue. That's really good. I think one of our betters. Uh, yep. Way better than Milk or Green Bowl. You yeah. Know? Yep. Uh, what was the other one that was just super dumb that we came up with? I, I mean, super great that we came up with. I don't remember what it is now. I don't either. Oh, Olive Fister. Olive Fister. Olive Fister. That was the other one. I, I kind of like that one. I mean, it wasn't so you the get worst. The, the pimentos in there. You know what I mean? You just got <laughs> to that olive. You're not wrong. Tim, let's get right into our bracket today. Let's do it. Bracket number one brought to us by Built Bar. Head over to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code Professional Casual. All one word to check out. Mm -hmm. Get some tasty. Get the, you know what? Get some, get some Built Boost. You need to stay hydrated this last time. We're in August, baby, mm -hmm. and holy shit, it is going to be the most brutalist, hottest August and September, they're, they're cl claiming anyway. Yep. You're going to need to stay hydrated. And the only way to do that, oh, that tastes like meatloaf. Um, the only way to do that yeah. is to get yourself some tasty built boost. Kick up the water's boring, man. Mm -hmm. Pour that powder directly into a cup. Hit that faucet. It's going to mix it for you, baby. So haven't brought up the making it in a cup in a while. Yeah. Normally, the first time you you go over to BuiltBar.com and you buy like the sample pack of Built Boost, they send you a shaker. I stole my wife's and I have mine. I use those bad boys every day. I like them a lot, actually. Yeah, fair. And it makes a perfect amount mm -hmm. every time. 
BuiltBar.com, promo code professional casual at checkout. Bracket number one. It's being a cam counselor and partying all the time. Going up against your summer camp significant other. Oh, uh, I mean, this was the finals. This is it. This is this is arguably kind of it, baby. Ah, uh, okay. Now, being a camp counselor and just partying all the time, there is there is a little bit of magic behind. There that. is because you you sometimes you got to be sneaky enough about it in mm-hmm. t- in two aspects. One, you can't have the campers know really realistically, like. Lights out. Certain weeks. Right. When you have the elementary and middle school kids, yeah, they will absolutely rat you out. Yep. High school, when the high school kids are there, mm-hmm. oh, what a treat. Yes. Especially if you were a camper at that camp ahead of time. Yes. Ah, uh, I mean, you're you're the coolest person there by leaps and bounds. Yep. Granted, you've graduated from high school at this point, and now you are super cool to high school kids. Yeah. But still. It's probably stupid hot to high school kids at that point. You know what I mean? Because, like, yeah. you now... You've been hitting the gym a little bit because you you know you you've gone to college. You're hitting the gym a little bit. It's summer. You're tanning up, baby. Yep. Fat looks better when it's tan. True. You know what I mean. Yep. And just oh, everyone loves a good spit roasted pork shoulder. You you're know? not wrong. You're absolutely not wrong. And like you're you're the you're the fucking king. You know mm-hmm. what I mean to to all the campers. The only other person you have to look out for is that one camp counselor who's there to work. Who's who is also there. Yeah. As a camper and was a huge fucking nerd. Yeah. And ratted you fucking out all the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when you get to fucking everybody's asleep, you guys go set up the bonfire. Everybody's just fucking drinking and yeah. smoking and fucking banging it out in the bushes. Yes, you know what I mean? Are. But having that having that summer camp significant other. Yeah. Being in that that temperate realistically. As somebody who never had one, so I feel like I was missing something because I never went to camp when I would have probably had one realistically. Gotcha. Having a summer camp significant other might be the best relationship you have. Yep. Temporary. It's all it's just the honeymoon phase. Right. Mm -hmm. And if it does, if you break up within the week guess what you got about 50 60 other people to choose from yep you know what i mean and nobody gives a shit everybody's just just banging it out all the time nobody cares you're sneaking around you're having fun you're making out on hikes you're getting dry handies at the campfire under the blanket you know what i mean like holy shit significant other i really feel like i missed something you really did you know and it's like and then it's like you know it's september you're sitting at home like i wonder what ever happened to her you know what I mean? Yeah. Whatever happened to him? I loved him. And then they fucking, you know, then they show up at your high school and you guys start singing songs. Summer loving, having a blast. Summer loving. I came so fast. You met a girl, cute as can be. She met a boy. No, I think I screwed that up. Okay. It's been a while since I watched Grease. Oh, fair. Yeah. Um, all I know is that in one of the Grease songs, it says shoot some cream. And listen, that's what I did at every summer camp I went to. Uh, they also say, fair, they also say getting lots of tit in Grease, in the actual song Grease Lightning. That was definitely written by high schoolers. Some, 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 we're getting lots of tit. Grease Lightning. Go, yeah. go, 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 go. So up until 2000, the only thing I listened to was the Grease soundtrack. Oh, fair. So I knew I was obsessed with that mm-hmm. when it came out. I wanted to very much bang Sandy. Actually, I kind of wanted Rizzo, too. Like a bad girl, you know what I'm saying? 
Yes. If if anyone specifically who would be into that was is listening. Oh shit, kind of also explains my ex. Oh wow. Hey therapist. Uh so like look, kind of explains why I was uh so attracted to one specific ex who might be listening, so I'm not totally sure. Mm. She started following me on TikTok and that was super weird. Um she did have like a Rizzo look. Gotcha. So that makes a lot of sense. Fuck. Tim, we got to pick a winner here, though. Oh, it's the it's the signal. <sighs> it's the uh, it's the significant other. Yeah. Uh, for a number of reasons. Number one, it is an accelerated relationship. Yeah. There is a timeline. Yeah. Things move incredibly quickly. Sure. And then you leave, and you get to choose whether that uh, you tell people about it, whether that's your own little secret that you keep inside. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's great. And you can have it. As Most a people aren't going to believe it. Correct. You know what I mean? Because they're like, oh, yeah, you had a summer girlfriend. Sure you did. You yeah. know? So that was the great part. You know what I mean? It was Fair. a summer girlfriend. As long as you you knew the, the rules and the terms of engagement, you could you could maximize that boy, bad boy real good. Okay. And you could do that as a camp counselor, too. Yeah, super fair. Actually. So, yeah. Bracket number two. Mm-hmm. Brought to us by Raise Energy. Head over to rppsports.com. Use promo code professional casual all one word to check out. Get yourself uh anything mm-hmm. over there. Get 15% off. Pre-workout, yep. sleep workout. Uh so did you take it? I, I did have a little bit last night. Yeah. Did you did you find that it worked for you? I haven't tried it yet, so I'm I'm curious. I, it, it would have been difficult to tell. We finished very late last night uh recording. Yeah. Uh and I was stupid tired anyway super fair so i did not have any struggle falling asleep i did conquer right out but fair it could have been that it could have been the heroin it was definitely one of the two interesting all right do you inject it directly into the vein of your dick Mm -mm. no that 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 makes me really scared i don't like to do that you're not living but whatever well it's fair this bracket brought to us by my mom also oh my mom picked this bracket because she wanted to she wanted to pick a bracket Look at her. CEO. My mom. You go, Marilyn. It's bug juice going up against the care package from home. Ooh. Now, the bug juice actually is a super fair point because you can never make it at home and have it fucking taste the same. Yeah, it never does. It never tastes as good at home as it does when you're at camp. Here's why, and I figured it out. I I think I know where you're going to go with this. Does it have to do with the igloo cooler that it's in? It has to do with the igloo cooler because it's absorbed all of the essence to once prior to It's like cast iron. Yeah. It gets seasoned with yellow and red and then... Exactly. Yep. Two, it is a special level productive version of kool-aid mm-hmm. that is passed out by government assistance it is a special like so typically most food that came from or that came to camps yeah were all based on like lowest level tiered um food rankings so like if you buy from cisco they have different tiers they have like reliant classic imperial and then there's one below Reliant. Reliant is their least quality. Imperial is their best quality. Okay. Reliant, and there's one below that that used to be known as just strictly industrial. And so... If Prisons you, and schools. 
Literally prisons and schools were the only people. If you got financial assistance from the government to run whatever it is that you were running, Mm -hmm. you were allowed to order. You were expected to order from that. It is the lowest possible quality. It's like you can write off ketchup as a vegetable. Yeah. Right. So like shout out to New Jersey. Um, And then when you make pizza with that ketchup instead of sauce, serving a vegetable, y'all. If you put basil, dried basil on it that grows wild in the back, shout out to Boy Scout camp, Mm -hmm. you can do it. Doesn't matter. Yeah. That fucking bug juice was so goddamn good. Yes. So stupid good. Best thing about camp when it came to Mm -hmm. food, most of the time you had to bring your, like, so I only ever went to day camps because my mom was afraid that I'd pee the bed because I always peed the bed until I was 14. Super true. Super fact. That's a thing that happened. Okay. Um, So my mom was always afraid I'd be the kid and I would be ruthlessly made fun of for the week that I was there. Mm -hmm. Mom didn't like the idea of me going out to overnight camp. Also, I don't really like camping. Yeah. I like the ass. I I mean, camp isn't really camping. Right. So like I, the things that I like about air quotes camping Mm -hmm. is everything except for being outside, sleeping under the stars. I want a bed. Yep. I want to be comfortable because like I don't want to have to wear clothes because it's going to get too cold. I want nightly fires. Yeah, I want a nightly fire, but I don't want to have to worry about putting it out and then having to go climb in a tent. I don't want to have to fucking fight putting up a tent. Yeah. If there's a lodge, mm-hmm. hell yeah. You know what I mean? Maybe realistically speaking, <clears throat> if like yearly I gathered up with some friends and we like all went in on a lodge together and then like brought the family and it was a really, really nice collecting like moment where I can make memories with these people. Uh, you know, I, I feel like I would really enjoy that if I had friends. But I don't have friends who want to do that very, with me. Very legitimately. Yeah. Um, would you want to be around a bunch of, and by a bunch of, I mean, two people that you actually like potentially being around, uh-huh. and then six people you don't, and then all of their shitty kids? So I'm glad you asked that question, because I would just say, hey, let's go on a hike, and then just leave them in the woods. The kids, specifically just the kids. Yeah. I'd be like, hey, you guys need to take a night off. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What you don't know is the night before, I went into the woods like Rambo and set up a bunch of booby traps for them. Yes. So I'm going to like kill your kids mm-hmm. <laughs> in the process of taking them on a hike. And then I'm going to come back like, all right, let's fucking party. You know what yeah. I mean? And like one of them is going to be like, where's the kids? I don't understand because I don't drink if the kids are asl- aren't asleep. And I'm going to be like, shut the fuck up, woman. Nobody even likes you here anyway. They only invite you because we got to bring your because we want to bring your husband and we can't get one without the other. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nobody likes you, lady. They don't listen. We're fine. Yeah, I don't think they do, but I, I like her actually a lot. When did that happen? Oh, I've always I, I've always liked her. Oh, but. Really? She just gives everyone the business. Uh, unfortunately, me more than others. And I think that means that we're, she's my friend, too. But Oh, no, I'm under the understanding that she does not like any of you. Oh, no, I don't think so either. But, right. like, I'm holding out hope Sp- that... Specifically you. Like, that, especially you. Yeah, no, she's made that very clear. Yeah. I just, in the back of my mind, I just kind of, like, hope it's stick. Oh! It, she's, no. she's just joshing around, you know? Oh, okay. She tells me to go die. I mean, yeah, fair. I would, I would... 
I would laugh if she was trying to get out of a canoe and uh, somebody kept pushing the canoe away. Yeah, that would be really funny. Yeah. Actually. Especially if he kept doing it. Yeah. And like, I may have said like the first two times were funny, but times three through eight, that was too much. I was still actually laughing my ass yeah. off. I just was trying to like other Fair. people were getting mad. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm totally mad, too. This is this is super not funny. Yeah, I know. That's super funny. But it's going bug juice is going up against the care package from home. Uh, I got to say care package here because this really? was the yeah, this was a status symbol. OK, um, if your parents or say like a girlfriend, mm-hmm. say say you were the kid. Yeah. That did have an actual girlfriend, but right. no one at summer camp believed you right. because you wouldn't then hook up with other people. But then they might show up and visit during the visit day or send you care packages. That was kind of like the only way you could get away with that. Right. I don't know why you would just lie about having the girlfriend and then hook up with someone at camp. I mean, what the fuck are you doing? It's high school. Who gives a shit? Fair. And um, <laughs> super fair. That's how the majority of people at my high school felt. But it was currency, currency that no one else yeah. could get. It was like cigarettes in jail. So very realistically, yes, the care package became like mm-hmm. a, a way to assert, like, look at all this dope shit my kid, my parents sent me yep. that after the camp counselors went through it. I don't know if that was a thing when you were at camp, but I know like so it wasn't. OK, but. so the day so the Boy Scout camp that I went to was a day camp, except for like you could sign up for the overnight stuff. Um, but m- most of us didn't. I think it was only like one or two troops would always sign up for the overnight stuff. So they would get care packages, but the counselors would always open the packages and check them first. It sounds like Cub Scouts, not Boy Scouts. Maybe. I don't know Fair. the difference. Yeah. You know, um, uh, Cub Scouts was elementary school. Boy Scouts was middle school. And up. Okay. So it would have been Cub Scouts. Okay. Yep. Yeah. It would have been Cub Scouts. Uh, I also know. From people who, so I never went to fat camp because my mom didn't body shame me, but I know other people who went to fat camp and you would also get your packages checked because you were not allowed to have snacks. Yeah. Like, like candy or anything like that. So they would take it from you. Mm-hmm. Um, so little, little things like that. But if you got everything in that package cleared, you were fucking king of your yes. lodge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? King of the, king of your bunk. King of the cabin. Yeah. Oh, king of the cabin, king of the cabin. I have 3D Doritos and Fun Dip, and you got really shitty cookies. They were homemade. They were homemade. You don't have Dunkaroos? I got flavor-blasted pizza goldfish, bitch. Fuck. Yo. All right. Not terrible. And a 40-pack of Welch's fruit snacks. Mmm. Mmm. Suck it. The or good the, ones. Not yeah. The, the chewy ones, not the rubbery ones. Right. Yeah, good stuff. And the real king was the one who got them Scooby-Doo fruit snacks with them. <laughs> So I love those fucking with those opaque blue ones in the middle. Oh, yes. So very realistically, I always hear people say like, oh, I wish I could go back to being, you know, being a kid. And I feel that some ways, especially when I have to do adult responsibilities. I love adult money. Being able to go buy Scooby-Doo snacks whenever the fuck I want, both in gummy form and the like cinnamon Scooby snacks. Yeah. Sticks. I couldn't do that as a kid. Mm hmm. Mom, mom, like, what's like, I got to pick out one treat. You know what I mean? Yeah. I do appreciate her, though. She did do. She would let me get the big box of Nutty Buddies. By, by Nutty Buddies, you mean like the little Debbie, like peanut yeah. butter? Yeah, Nutty oh, Buddies. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's shit in the world. I was a huge fan of Nutty Buddies. Yeah. But you say that, and then someone's like, oh, I, I know you like these Nutter Butters, and they get you Nutter Butters. Nutter, Nutter Butters, butters are suck. Stupid. Oh, they're so dumb. I have dumb. to be in the mood for a Nutter Butter. 
the chocolate dip nutter butter that they sell pretty solid yeah but it's chocolate dipped at that point it's holy shit you want a good fucking cookie yeah oreos salted caramel brownie bud holy shit if you're listening to this pause go to the store find them they're at walmart get them now because they're a limited time offer only they put salt on the top of the cookie like little grains of salt yeah it's got that it's got the caramel frosting it's got the brownie frosting in there fuck bud one of our secret shows that that I've been producing that hasn't come out yet until we have a, a metric shit ton of episodes for it. Um, during one of the recordings of that, the Coles had peanut butter Oreos and the salted caramel brownie Oreos, and we mixed those fucking bad boys together. Ah, mm-hmm. yeah, real good, super good. Bracket number three brought to us by the only people who, realistically, if they were at camp, would have the biggest job. Yes, bringing out the trash. Up trash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because that truck only comes once a week it does and that that shit fills up fast and there are bears yeah, bears and bees and Battlestar galactica accurate yo real quick before what what was probably the worst infestation animal that you had when you were at camp raccoons raccoons yeah bees hornets specifically oh. every camp uh we had a big problem at YMCA camp with just like regular Hornets mm-hmm. boy scout camp or cub scout camp was fucking um, mud Hornets in the fields where we were playing soccer. Yeah. I remember one kid got stung 36 times cause he stepped on a hole. The bad. The thing about boy scout camp that I hated was you had to sleep in those platformed lean tos mm-hmm. and it was nothing inside there except canvas and 18,000 undead fucking dead uh, dried bugs. Yeah. Some of them were alive. Some of them were cocoons. Some of them like it was terrifying. It was a horror movie inside every one of those. Yep. Uh, so we always brought our own tent and slept in that. Fair. Super fair. Tim. Head over to Bear Dragon Games Die Online. Though. Yeah. They'll get you some shit. Whatever you want. For real. For real. Use promo code PCME10. All of the stuff is up on their website. I just checked it the other day for Marvel Crisis Protocol. Um, there's they still have some Dominion boxes up there. Message mm-hmm. them if you're hey, if you're a patron, you get prime premium access. Yep. You can message Anthony directly, get whatever you need that he has in store. He'll put it up on the website. You can purchase it, get 10% off your order. Um bracket number three. It's the urban legend based around the camp to scare everyone. Going up against, I mean, this might be a mercy kill. It's a titty popping out at the lake, baby. Oh, oh, God, because that's that's exciting for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like a. You're it's you're at the ripe old age where titties are popping. You know what I mean? Like titties are popping. Titties are popping. And it's even better if it's the counselor. You know what I mean? Like the counselor that's was getting a little wild, getting a little crazy. The Holy Grail. Yeah. yeah. And they jumped in the pool and their fucking tit popped out. You know what I mean? Because they they wore a bikini with like denim jeans. You know what I mean? Like that. Yes. Yes, they did. Yes. Oh, and they're in there playing water polo. There's kids crawling all over. And then all of a sudden she goes to throw it. Yep. Boom. Titty pops out. Titty popped out. And it's like it's kind of cold. So it's got like it's a little blue. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? It's just uh, one of my favorites as a titty pop. Yeah. You know what I mean? I love a good I love a good pool titty. Yes. But a lake titty is even crazier. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you're not really expecting it. Correct. The water's not clear, so they have to be up out of the water to see that titty popping. Yep. Oh, I do. But the urban legend based around the camp to scare everybody. Every camp has got one. Yes. Every camp has got crazy old, you know, groundskeeper. Or that- going red-eyed snipe hunting. Yes. You know? Yep. 
Oh, um, so what was yours at your camps? There was a lot of them. So yeah. there was the, the red eye snipe thing was was kind of the old standby. Yep. Uh, there was one called the Great Gazubo or something like that. That was a magician that lost his hand. And now he like went to camps for whatever reason. Uh, All right. Killing kids and asking for his hand. And there was right. a, a significantly longer story behind it. But I, I just remember uh, shout out to uh, old friend, I guess, Casey, who was like, if the Great Gazebo ever came here, I would just say that I didn't have his hand. <laughs> I was like, I don't think he cares. I think he just kills you if you don't have his hand. And then he yeah. takes your hand. That's the whole point of him. That's the whole point. Um, that makes sense. There was one where it was a werewolf. And then there was one where there was like a lake monster. So lake monster at the YMCA, but also like a Bigfoot at the YMCA. Okay. Was the other one. Now, yeah. they actually would get somebody to dress up like a Bigfoot mm. and run around the lake and stuff. And uh, we would be like, oh, you know, you got to call him to come out. We all beat our chest, ah, you know, and then like this person across the lake would come out of the fucking woods and it fucking terrified us, man. Because yeah. like we were just little kids at that point and mm -hmm. we we're just like, what the holy shit? That's him. That's it. And like he's far enough away that we can't tell to do in the costume wearing Adidas sneakers. You know what I mean? Right. And we're just like, holy shit. And we could see like. I know my brain is not operating correctly, but I remember like as we do that, we saw water like come up and he rose out of the fucking water. I don't know how he did it, yeah. but I remember seeing that as a kid and it blew my mind. And to this day is why I believe that there are, you know, big fits as this. Uh, at Boy Scout camp, they were doing a bit called Forest Fatty because it was around the time Forrest Gump came out. OK. And so there was always this guy in the middle of the lake in a canoe in a suit and he would paddle up to like the mess hall. Like as everyone was getting around and like a couple of people were like, oh, there's someone in the lake and he's like coming up to shore. And then someone would be like, oh, it's Forrest Fatty. And this guy would come up with a suit and like do a bunch of like three stooges bits and then like go away. All right. He would be dressed up as that like throughout the day. So you'd be like doing your basket weaving or your reptile, uh, you know, identification. Sure. And all of a sudden Forrest Fatty would come out of the woods and bumble around and mess stuff up and then leave. Fair. So super fair. Shout out to that guy. Shout out to that guy. And of course, the most the most famous urban legend of Zeke the Plumber from Salute Your Shorts. From Salute Your Shorts. Ugh, I still have that t-shirt. I have a t-shirt that's like a horror movie t-shirt for Zeke the Plumber. I still know favorites. that giraffe's tongues are black because of the Radio Colin episode of Salute Your Shorts. Yes. Yep. Tim, we got to pick a winner here. What's it going to be? This is rough because... Honestly, very legitimately, I think I, I, I'm going to use a technicality here. Sure. And I'm going to go with the camp urban legend. Okay. Because the counselor titty popping out yeah. was also a camp urban legend. Fair. A bunch of people would say that they were there when it happened and yeah. they weren't. It might not have actually happened at all. Right. But it would have talked around town. So I, I'm only going that route because I believe it's inclusive of the other. So super fair. Also, um, the urban legends guaranteed. You know what I mean? Like you're going to get the little kids to believe it. Mm -hmm. And it was a tool that they used to try their best to keep people to follow the rules. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you don't want fucking Zeke the plumber to come and fucking murder you and take your nose and shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You don't want fucking Bigfoot to come out of the water and, and pull you into the lake. Right. Mm -hmm. It worked on the littler kids. It didn't work, obviously, necessarily on the adult. kids. Yeah. But like 
you knew always like the urban legend was there and most of the even the older kids like they would play along with it you know what i mean because like they fell for it when they were kids oh there was another one at this place called camp alderman and it was a church camp but like it had like you said different skins yeah so you go to the church camp and do like a swimming camp or a craft camp or this that or whatever they had one where there was it was his name was like bubba the gator or something like that okay and if you went swimming Mm-hmm. before 8 a.m., which is when, like, the lifeguards were there, right. Bubba the Gator would kill you. Fair. Okay. If you went swimming after 5 p.m. or during uh, a meal, Bubba would kill you. He would be there because that is when he swims. That is why they close it because that is when Bubba is in the swim area swimming. All right. That actually makes a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Bracket number four brought to us last week, baby, for one of our greatest sponsors we've ever asked for. Yeah. Outsiders Beard Co. Head over to outsidersbeardco.com. Get yourself all of your beard pampering needs. Oils, balms, underscores, banes, everything. He's of course got his summer sun still up there. Get him while you can. Falls just right around the corner. Yeah. Honestly, Apple, I is it Apple Jack that comes out, I think. I don't know. There's a really good one that comes out in the in the fall, and I'm really excited about it. Also, that tiger blood is free still. You're only paying for shipping. You're only paying for shipping. You might as well do it before he realizes yes, it. Yes, go over there right now and get that tiger blood beard balm. You fools. Why has nobody done it? Why does nobody listen to our show and help our sponsors out? Yeah. Ridiculous. Y'all went over and subbed to Buff Barbarian, babe. Yeah, thanks, by the way. We appreciate that. And Ray Straza, who has somehow been able to get away recently with full body painting uh, on uh, TikTok for cosplays. Really? Yeah. Apparently, as long as you cover the nipple with a pasty or something and paint over it, it's fine. Yeah, that sounds about right. That doesn't sound like pornography. No. Just got to free that nipple, though, you know? You free that nipple. It's, it's, enough, if it, it's, it's enough to stop. It's, it's enough. It's time to stop discriminating by gender. I agree. I completely agree. It's it's kind of ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I think very realistically, it's funny that this gets brought up because I was listening to something earlier today that was kind of talking about that same th- concept. Yeah. That the the second that a law is put in place where the definition of whatever it is that they're trying to outlaw is, well, when I see it, I know it. Mm-hmm. That no longer should should be a classification for a law. Right. The law needs to be cut and dry. This is what it is. And this is like what it isn't. Right. But when you put in a because everybody because it, then it's subjective. It's not objective anymore. So what I would classify as pornography is much different than what other people would classify as pornography. I would not classify a woman with bare breasts being pornography necessarily. Right. Um, so, I, you know, maybe if there's a penis between it and she's hot, you know, he's hot dogging it, mm-hmm. then yeah, absolutely. That becomes pornography at that point. Yeah. But prior to that, no, it's not. And it's ridiculous. Otherwise dumb. It is being the only guy in dance class going up against making a slingshot out of a tree branch, baby. Now this one actually is mine. These were my two favorite things. Okay. Being the only guy in the dance class. Mm-hmm. So, at YMCA camp the last year yep. that I did it, th- there were like every you discovered hour th- it too late. Your last year, yes, I, I discovered did the same it thing with, too late my last year with Urban Dance at Beaver Cross. I was yes, like, this is just the hot girls. It's just the hot girls indoors in air conditioning. Yeah, 
I don't have to really do much because I'm the only guy and I get ice cream afterwards. Yes. Because they always ended early so we could get premium snack time. Mm -hmm. It was the fun. And everybody's like, oh, you're gay. You're you're gay because you're doing dance. Yeah, I'm hanging out with all the girls while you guys are running suicides in 110 degree heat. Yeah. Yeah, clearly I'm the idiot gay kid here. Clearly. No, I'm a fucking genius because these girls are running, rubbing their like training bras against me constantly. Mm -hmm. You guys are fucking dumb. If anything's gay, you guys are running, sweating all over each other, jerking it. You know yeah. what I mean? I'm in here dancing, learning how to dance. Learning how to the dance. dance at the end of the week. I'm going to be the only one who's not a little shit lord. Exactly. Out, you're all going to be over on the wall. Yeah. Too scared to talk to him. And mm -hmm. I'm going to be in the thick of it. I am. I have fucking earned this. Yes. I am about to do a solo from my mom and she's going to be so proud of me. And every other fucking parents can be like, wow, he did a really good job. I still use those tap lessons that I have learned to do tap when I need a jaunty little dance. Tappa, tappa, tappa. You know what I mean? Oh, heel toe, heel toe, heel toe, baby. I can still do it. Jazz hands. Oh. Although I will say the instructor yelled at me for going through her purse one time. Oh. I, it was just sitting there and I was like, what is this? Like, I didn't know what it was. And she literally says, she goes, what are you doing? I was like, I don't know. She's like, why are you going through my bag? I was like, I didn't, because it looked like just a tote bag. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know what this was. Why is it here? She's like, because I put it there. And I was like, all right, I'm so sorry. She's like, don't go through people's stuff. I didn't think I would have to teach that to you. And I was like, oh, all right. I'm so sorry. She ran the dance class in Oneana. The like dance studio in Oneana. Okay. I forget which one, but the big fancy one that everybody was going to yeah. back when we were kids. Mm -hmm. Good times. But making a slingshot out of a tree branch. Everyone tried. Most people failed. Yeah. <laughs> so it seems so easy. All I need is a yep. Y-shaped stick and a rubber band. Uh-huh. That that's it. Yeah. It, it was never that easy. It was never that easy. The usually the rubber bands were like too like you didn't have the strength to actually pull them back. Yeah. And like it was hard to find a thick enough stick mm -hmm. that was like properly spaced out. And there was like, now granted. The one camp counselor that was like kind of in charge of that was like the super outdoors guy anyway. Yeah. So like he would find you an, a probably thick enough stick to do it with. Mm -hmm. Right. And if you're survived, you were king, baby. You were making everybody's life a living hell mm -hmm. because you weren't supposed to shoot it at people. But guess what? You did. You were picking up rocks and launching them at people. And when you were broke, you just used the rubber band to shoot tweakers at each other. <laughs> yeah, you were. Oh, man. Good times. Good time. Saved your straw from every meal just so you could fold that bad boy up and let her fly. Yeah, baby. Uh, were you the were you the asshole that would uh, fold a uh, paper clip in yours? No. Okay. Uh, I did use a paper clip, but as a as a pullback. Okay. So I would get it around uh, right. multiple rubber bands so you could get them together better, yep. and then you'd use the paper clip to pull her back. Yep. And that's what you'd fire. All right. Um, one of my favorite pranks, though. At a camp, just happened to be at uh, the network's own uh, Dan Cole's expense. Okay. Um, we got Aura Gel. Oh no! And we put it at the the mouthpiece of his cup. Oh my god! So okay. he went to drink, and it numbed his bottom lip. So then the next time he went for a drink, it just spilled out <laughs> of the bottom of his mouth, and he didn't know what was going on. <laughs> Oh, it was really good. That it it really could good. not have worked better. It was one of those like, wow, this is so easy. Let's yeah. just do this to everyone. And then we got in trouble. Okay. But 
Yeah, the, you see, you you flow too close to the sun there, Icarus. Yeah, you know. Normally, yeah, you just got shout out to Dan though. He's a great sport about it. Actually, laughed along with everyone else. Dan Cole. Yeah, 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 yeah. I used his new name. Yeah, it makes sense. I wanted to protect his real identity too by obviously using his big chucker name. Right, Dan Cole. Dan Cole makes sense. Tim, we got to pick a winner here for breaking number four. Uh so for me, I think it's the the only guy in the dance class. For sure. Yes. The AC, baby. The AC was great because it was I was always the set like the later classes. So I was like ready to cool off. You get that fucking ice cream and you're dancing with all the girls. You're every hot girl's best friend now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh. Uh, and just I, I found out about it too late, too. Yep. It was like my second to last year and I took it and wasn't offered the, the final year I was there. But Flew too, way too close to the sun. Yeah. Three girls, all interested, mm-hmm. uh, refusing to make a decision. Yep. Because I was like, well, why would I decide? Right. And and it, it yeah, it, yeah. It, it burns you in the end. But it does. It's a it's a it's an incredible ride while it's there. Absolutely. And here's the thing, and I will say this. Mm-hmm. More often than not, if there is another guy in there, because most most dudes just wanted to play football. Mm-hmm. Most dudes wanted to go into the woods and hike and stuff. If there was another guy in there, you didn't have any competition. You know right. what I mean? Like very stereotypically, if, if there was like if there was any other guys, they were the gay kids and they did not want to go fucking smash and, and get the crap beat out of them. Hmm. You know, like very realistically, especially once we figured out, like once the jock kids figured out which ones, you know, were air quotes, the gay kids, you know, or they thought they were. They beat the crap out of them every summer, oh, especially really? especially at YMCA camp of all things. That's fucked up. Yeah, it was really messed up. So they would they would go to dance class just to get away from them. And I don't blame them. Makes sense. Yeah. And then I was just like, I remember it was the second to last year. It was like halfway through. I was I didn't want to run suicides in fucking 110 degree heat in the yeah. middle of a field with no water. Because mm-hmm. we weren't allowed water that year for whatever reason. They wouldn't they didn't have enough coolers, apparently. It's like, yeah, so don't give them to us. And I saw like this one, this one kid, shout out to Brandon. Shout out to Brandon. If if he's listening for whatever reason, hit me up, dude, because I miss you. You were the fucking best. Yeah. And he was just like, it was lunchtime. We were sitting next to each other. And he, I was like, I don't, I don't, I can't do this. I, I don't want to go. Cause the swim, fucking swim always filled up. Mm-hmm. You never, oh, yeah. you never got access to swim. I was like, I can't, I can't do this anymore. He's water like, polo in a pool where you could touch the bottom the whole time as a tall kid was like the greatest thing oh, in yeah. the world. Oh yeah, it was the best. Yeah, or just, just because like swimming at the lake was just you just got to jump off the dock the whole time. Mm-hmm. You didn't have to do anything. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But he was just like, why are you doing it? I was like, because like all the other guys were doing it. And he's like see if you can get transferred to dance because we do need like a couple more guys yeah i was like no i'm not doing dance he's like it's it's air conditioning and there's a bunch of girls there i was like what he goes yeah and we get ice cream after i was like what i yeah. did I, I was and then the my, the my last year that i was there yeah i was immediately signed up i was the first person to sign up for dance before all the girls i was like i ran i was like i want dance mm-hmm. yeah loved it it was so good our first semifinal bracket brought to us by our new merch store. Head over to Elite, the number eight showdown dot threadless dot com. Get yourself your hot, your own hot truck and summer T-shirt. Mm-hmm. 
course, amazing art done by Katie Fino. Head over to noodle underscore puppet 666. Give her a little foul ski over on Instagram. Support her. Buy our merch. It directly helps our show. You get something awesome in return. And more importantly, it will go to help paying for more designs to come out. Yeah. That's essentially what I want to do mm-hmm. is I want to take all the money that comes in to help get more designs out. So the more people buy, the more designs that will be coming out in the future. Yeah. I'm really excited for season four because as we all know, it's going to be, I already, I already spoiled it. Winter is coming. Yeah. It's Tim and I fighting off Juggalos. You know what I mean? I'm super yeah. excited about it. That's oh, going to be so good. It's the camp, the summer camp significant other going up against the care package from home. Uh, the significant other. Yeah, this is the, yeah. this is a mercy kill. Yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah. even, I don't even really know how care package from home really technically. I mean, I get it, but my fucking bug juice was the best. Yeah. I love, bug but juice. everyone had access to it. Yeah, but it never tasted as good. That's you're right. You know what I mean? You're right. You're not wrong. Our other semifinal bracket brought to us, of course, by patreon.com slash professional casual. A great other way. You get amazing stuff over there. Mm-hmm. Get access to that big checker tier. You know what I'm saying? Get your own. Get your own name. Get your own membership. It's urban legend based around the camp to scare everybody going up against the only guy in dance class. So this one is pretty easy mm-hmm. because similar to the reason why care package won over bug juice is uh, scarcity and access. Sure. Being the only guy in dance class mm-hmm. is a secret that once you find out is one of the greatest things about camp. Mm-hmm. Every camp does have an urban legend. We're talking about the best thing. Mm-hmm. Every single camp has one. It's super accessible. Mm-hmm. The thing that separates itself and gives you a better time as long as you find out about it early enough mm-hmm. is being the only guy in dance class. Super fair. So urban legend moving on. Oh, no other way. Oh, I'm sorry. I, yeah. I totally read that differently. Only guy in dance class. And more importantly, like we'd say the only guy in dance class, the girls were super smart about it, too. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. like you get to hang out with your friends again. You're only doing dance for like maybe a little bit because they would break you off into groups. So then you would just sit there and like do the like paper foldy thing where you told your future and stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it was not dance. It was hanging know. out with your friends. You know what I mean? Like and it was air conditioned. This is the only room that was ever air conditioned, at least where I was. Yeah. And maybe, ours, it was the back patio, which was covered. Oh, uh, even I mean, still count. So, yeah, with a nice, with a nice breeze. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then we got ice cream after it was fucking dope. The little the little cup, you pull it back and it had the wooden spoon. Yeah. I mean, it was it wasn't much, but man, did we love it. And Our, those cups were always ribbed. They had like those yes, little bumps all the way around. Yes. Good stuff. Our semifinals. It's summer camp significant other going up against the being the only guy in dance class. This is tough. This is tough because one can lead to the other, Mm -hmm. but the other generally exempts you or gets you in trouble if you do dance class. Right. So I'm gonna say I feel like significant other should take this. Mm-hmm. Because it's the ends right. to the means. Um, but I know not everyone had that experience, but that was my only experience at summer camp was going 
hooking up with someone and then moving on to another camp a couple weeks later in the summer. Right. But I was I was also, I think, probably one of the few kids that I knew running gambits at different camps. So for me, it was always about the significant other. Okay. Trying to be a pen pal afterwards. Now we're sending letters back and forth. You just kind of stop replying eventually. Um, And no one believes you anyway. So you learn pretty quick to just not even tell anyone. Right. Um, But yeah, I I, I think it's the significant other. Do you think the magic of the significant other summer camp is lost? It's not what it much like how video games were back in the past to compare to how they are like arcades specifically. I always mm-hmm. think like nowadays they are so simplified because kids don't have, I don't know what it is. I guess they just simplify it. So anybody can play it. Like it's one button yeah. and a joystick. Right. Mm-hmm. Do you think with the evolution of technology, the summer camp significant others, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, appeal. The, the thing that you, you know, you you get from it, right? That that rush of, uh, yes. Uh, yes, is lost because we have access to Facebook. Mm-hmm. That like now it's like, oh, they can literally still find me. You know what yes. I mean? Like I can't, I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I don't know. You, you, you meet, you find them the next year and they're like, how come you didn't keep writing me? How, you know, being my pen pal. I sent them, the mailman must have lost them. You know yeah. what I mean? I didn't hear from you either. Where were yours? No, now you now you leave them on red. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't and like if you block them, you better hope. Is that lost to our generation? Were we the last generation to be able to experience that? Because that makes sense. Because I do remember hitting a certain age, and then like we were like trading our parents' emails so we could email each other's parents, and you couldn't yeah. ever say anything too risque yep. until you were old enough to have AOL Instant Messenger, and then it was fucking hats off. Right. Uh, that that away message might be about me. Right. I'm going to make mine ambiguous enough so four different people think it might be about them. Yep. Um, yeah, shit. I think you're right. And it was all positive. It was all upside. Yeah. It was a hugely intense, fast, quick-paced relationship mm-hmm. with no breakup. With no breakup. Because you left on an absolute high of yeah. all of this stuff that had just happened over the past seven days. Yeah. And, like and then it faded, but you just forgot about it. Not because something happened or you just, you moved on naturally as a, as a, as a kid or teenager. Right. It was, it was perfect and yeah, a perfect encapsulation perfect. of it. And even then, like the, you guys were sad. Mm-hmm. One of you would probably be really sad. I can't believe this is ending. I can't believe the summer. So is over. And yeah. You're just like the other one is just like, no. Yeah, yeah, we I leave tomorrow. It's so sad. You yeah. better get to work. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. So what would what non non-sexual based? Uh-huh. Take take that out of the equation. What do you mean? Uh so like the thing that you liked most about summer camp that wasn't getting an uh over the pants handy at the campfire. Mm. What what was the biggest thing that was uh, maybe the biggest disappointment for you? Oh, the biggest disappointment. Yeah. Like what was like, what was the thing that like it only happened? It only happened once. It was like the event, right? Like, uh, like this is going to happen. We all know it's going to happen. Like it, maybe it's like uh, uh, capture the flag, uh, you know, campus wide campus or yeah. Camp wide capture the flag. Yeah. You know, at midnight, so it's manhunt, right, mm-hmm. um, or something like that. But it never lives up to the hype. For for me, yes. for me, 
it was when they would bust out the slip and slide at YMCA. Yeah. So like I was, we all, we'd always hear it's like, you get one, it's only going to happen once. Mm -hmm. It's at field days. It's usually in the last week. They get the giant black tarp out and they set it up at the top of the lake because the lake was on a hill and they'd run it down into the lake. They would put shit all over it to make it as slippery as possible. But that was the second half of the day. Mm-hmm. That shit has been cooking in the sun because it was black tarp. Yeah. And now they maybe they covered it in soap or something. But even then they were like, because that was back when we didn't know that putting soap into the lake was a bad idea. You know what right. I mean? It's just like, oh, yeah. it just makes it slipperier. But they put sharp ass heavy rocks to hold it down. Mm-hmm. So you would like the first few kids probably wouldn't even make it to the lake because it wasn't wet enough. You know what I mean? Like we hadn't been sliding on it enough. Yep. <sighs> So it was always a disappointment. Yeah. One year there was a capture the flag game that they did with water balloons to tag people. Yes. And it was so insanely fun. Yeah. And it never happened again. They did man, they did manhunt. They did capture the flag again, but never with the water balloons. I remember the water balloons. And I just remember it being like such a big deal that like it took them so long to pick up all those little pieces all over because it was a huge field Mm -hmm. and they went through and they, and they did it all. And they're like, Hey, we can't do this again. Right. Um, that playing that water polo in the pool, the one time it only happened once, but it was so fucking fun. Yeah. And, uh, sliding on our bunk mattresses down a hill okay it just it rained just enough Uh to coat the grass but it wasn't like muddy right so it was like you could go down once on your mattress and just fly yeah but if you went down that same streak it was not good anymore but like you had 10 or 12 runs of just absolute flight Right. And then it was never that again. It was either too muddy or it was too something. It's just the the pH balance of the water pressure and the barometer just was never perfect again to ever have it work. But that one time was great. Super fair. Well, also, uh, yeah, go ahead. Super aside. Uh, another Dan Cole story. Uh, yeah. uh, the uh, if, for those that don't remember, uh, we named one of our patrons Dan Cole. Yep. Um, longtime friend of the show. Longtime friend of the show. Yep. Uh, his ex, uh, a girl that he had dated at camp, became a counselor. Oh. And ran one of the activities, which was we're going to make like a zine, like a like a newsletter that we'll make daily. That's kind of cool. So it turned into me and Dan and a couple other kids just hanging out in the air conditioned mess hall. Yeah. Dan drawing comics, me writing stupid ass stories and then printing them off and having everyone read them at every meal and think they were fucking hilarious and this, that and the other thing. And just chilling all summer in this air conditioned place with like literally like like an elite group of people that were friends from several years consecutively, like just having an absolute time making D&D jokes and stuff. It was rad as shit. Yeah, that sounds awesome as hell. Yeah. All right. Mm hmm. I, that was not offered to us at YMCA camp at no, all. It was only ever offered once, and it was, I think, because we tricked this girl, Amanda, into letting us do it. But Shout out to Amanda. Shout out to Amanda. Taking it for the team, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Did I know Amanda? No, I doubt it. Mm. Name sounds familiar. There was a lot of Amandas at that camp. Fair. Like, a lot of them. All right, that's fair. Well, if you liked this episode, check out the other amazing shows here at the Professional Casual Network. Tim? What do we got going on this week? Mondays 
We have our Dungeons & Dragons-style Pathfinder 2 actual play podcast, hosted by Danny here on the network. Has a whole bunch of people from uh, around the network, as well as some of our close friends. Um, Monday evening, 7 p.m. Eastern. Oh, right, it's time to fight. Power Mega Helitite. It's, oh, yeah, the power phase. Dude, like, any of on twitch.tv see you're not uh, you're not there as much anymore i'm not i've lost i've lost the edge a little lost it you're a little rusty bud over at twitch.tv slash professional casual network where we play marvel crisis protocol a mini skirmish game set in the marvel universe Mm -hmm. it's a hell of a lot of fun new stuff coming out all the time it's an absolute blast i check that out every monday tuesday is the podcast version of wait did i roll a wild a marvel crisis protocol povlog yes about that MCP game, mm-hmm. uh, talking about the latest news, the latest stories, new models coming out, new information about um, some of the characters. Uh, and, and we also talk about uh, kind of re- a review from, oh, yeah, the power phase in mm-hmm. the week previous. That is now also going live on Thursday nights when mm-hmm. we record it to get the information out fast and fresh. Yes. So the video will play every Thursday live, 7 p.m. Eastern. On the YouTube. Yeah. Wednesday is every other week is Dan settling the Southland game. This is a Wafurp Warhammer 4th edition actual play podcast homebrew uh, where he has written the campaign that we are running. This has Jess, myself, uh, Danny, uh, APN, Alex P. Nelson himself. Equally hot JB. Uh, Cold JB, I think, is what she has changed it to. You don't get to pick your own nickname. She's very chilly. Well, maybe when she... That's true, but she's not a big chucker yet. So No, just and that is a universal rule in life. You do not get to pick your own nickname because then you get an equally, actually, 12-fold worse nickname. Mm-hmm. Well proven because I wanted, me, I wanted my nickname in elementary school to be C.D. Charles David because there was a bunch of D's. You know what I mean? There was like yeah. A or... Is that what it was? Well, there was DJ. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I could be CD. You know what I mean? Like, I could yeah. go by my initial. There was a bunch of initial kids, I should say. There's AJ, PJ, DJ. I was like, I'd be CD. You guys I, call I know CD. all three of those. I know yeah. AJ, DJ, and PJ. Yeah. Uh, Pigilius Caesar is what I called PJ. Okay. I don't know why, but he I, was so much cooler than his brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair. I thought he was. Yeah. Everyone and all the girls thought he was stupid hot, so I wanted to be friends with him because all the girls hung out with what him. Polar opposites, those two were. Yo, how? Right. Did they have different dads? Nope, same dad. Holy think, shit, bud. Yeah. I mean, all right. Mom was a heavy smoker. I think she she learned her mistake after the first one. Like Mullen? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I never pecked that. Oh yeah. See, I only I only knew her when she came over to Greater Plains finally. Yeah. Um, no, I was over at her house every weekend. Stupid. Honest. My buddy Tim Bankish, Chris Bankish's uh, older brother, was always trying to fuck her. I believe that. Like he was like always lingering. Like, yeah. oh, Joey, your mom's sunbathing. Uh, yeah, I'll be right over. Like, oh, oh yeah. I never, I never got to see that. I only ever got to see her in like uh, school clothes. Yeah, like like, per, like teacher. That was probably sweet. we did not get along. Me and her, we fought a lot. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, I totally believe that. To to uh, high strung personalities just going at it about yeah. how to say twenty in French, like, Ugh. and if corn was a starch or a vegetable. Yeah, that seems like a that seems like hills you would die on. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I was like the MVP health TV, and my doctor's office said that corn is a starch, is not a vegetable, and she's like, no, it's a vegetable. And I was like, right, but the doctor office videotape when I went for my physical said that it was a starch. Fair. 
Super fair. And I, yeah, I, I, I took that one to the grave. Uh, what were we it, talking about? Uh, how I don't remember. Sorry, I was just thinking about how I used to. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Back in sixth grade, man, that was she was she helped that process along. <laughs> wow, it is so odd because I've heard that from so many people. But because my only relationship with her was constant fighting and arguing <laughs> right. over semantics. So I get that. Because mm-hmm. in high school, J, uh, Professor Jajits, everybody thought you were, she came after you guys. Were yeah. There. Everyone thought she was hot and I didn't see it. I was just like, no, nah, I'd rather tap Miss Knudsen for sure. Miss Knudsen. Oh, come on, dude. Oh, I was a huge Miss Knudsen fan. Thick, thick backside. But was super sweet, girl next door, but you knew that she wanted to just fucking do the weirdest stuff. Like, she would be cool about throwing down some tarps in a hotel room and covering each other in food. You know what I mean? So I also had a very special relationship with with Miss Knudsen. Uh Uh-huh. I was running the nursery at the church that I became a youth minister or director at at one point. Mm -hmm. And she had an infant at the time who would come in and we would talk and I had her for English. Mm -hmm. And she accepted my bullshit. Yep. Like almost to an ignorant level. Yep. That's what I loved about her. Yes. So she, we were supposed to tell these personal stories uh, and write, you know, write like a short story about something that happened in her life. And she went first and told us the story about how, you know, when she was like four or five, like Mm -hmm. she went into the pool and she wasn't supposed to and she drowned and and was like unconscious for uh, a couple minutes or whatever and got resuscitated and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to literally write that story, except uh, a bunch of corn fell on me. So I wrote this whole big fucking thing mm-hmm. and just had, you know, direct parallels for everything in her story, except then I like shot a corn silo with a BB gun and then all the corn came out and I was like drowning in corn for a couple minutes. Right. And then they had to give me a Heimlich maneuver and fucking popcorn came out like it. And she just let it fly. Uh-huh. She, yeah. she because, was awesome. As long as you as long as you completed the actual structure. As long as you checked the boxes yep. of the assignment. Yeah, you yeah. were good. That's now, what I loved about her. Now, Hardison, on the other hand, Ugh. was all about intent and checking the boxes. Right. So I would always follow the, the rubric that we were supposed to do, yeah. but it would be batshit insanity. Yeah. And she, the very first uh, short story I wrote was about this big, you know, uh, brawl between Stevie Wonder and Ray Charles hitting each other with Diet Coke cans and fighting over sponsorships and like a, a 12 midget wrestling team coming out and uh, like monkey uh, Jacobs laddering each other like into big whips and stuff like that. And she just crossed out huge sections and was just like, no, never. You can never write these things. And I was like, fuck you, Hardison. Yeah, that's I ridiculous. followed exactly what you wrote. I hit every one of those aspects yeah, that you wanted. It doesn't that, matter. She's just stifling creativity. Yes. That's not what teachers are supposed to do. They Correct. should be encouraging mm-hmm. creativity. Yep. Shout out to Miss Nutson. Yeah. I saw her the other day. Still looking good. Good on her. I, 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 and I didn't see a wedding ring. Oh. Yeah. I, I almost was like, what are you doing? You want to? I mean, you got a van. Her husband at the time uh, took us on a hockey trip. Yeah. To see the BC Iceman. How was that? In Binghamton. Uh-huh. Did you ever go to a BC Iceman uh, game? Nope. At the start of every hockey game that they did, yeah. they'd shut all the lights off in the house. Yeah. 
and they'd have this dude come out in an all black jersey with a fucking skull mask on with a flaming hockey stick. That just sounds dope it as was shit. rad as shit. All and right. he would skate around the thing with all the lights off, whipping that thing around, blasting glow in the dark pots into the audience. It was so cool. That sounds fucking awesome. It was awesome. Holy shit. All right. Uh, I'll be totally honest. It, I have been casually getting into hockey. Mm-hmm. Like I watched all the Stanley Cup because I was just like it, I could I didn't know really what was going on, like the technical stuff, but the absolute hatred between those two teams and then just like one would check another one and then it was fist fight time and mm-hmm. i was like this is hockey okay you have my fucking attention yes. now yeah holy shit hockey is the fucking greatest thing i've ever watched mm-hmm. i don't know what's happening i don't i don't even want to cheer for a team i just want to watch these dudes beat the shit out of each other i learned- i don't want to cheer for florida that was my whole thing so i went right. Canadian. so <laughs> So between Boy Scouts, uh, church camps, the youth groups, things yeah. like that, we always got brought to hockey games and it was always so fucking yeah. rad. And I've tried Live to watch sp- hockey on t- TV and it right. sucks. It's 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 hard. You can't see shit. Yep. Uh, but in person, though, that puck and those people checking into those fucking boards. Yes. Oh, I will. I would it. say this. I would say this. The best live sport to go to would be hockey behind yeah. wrestling. Hockey. Yes. Yep. I, I put For them sure. in that order. Yep. I've been to live baseball games. Holy shit. Like, wake me up. Yeah. Um, football is like cool, but you have to have like one of the, the, it's like 10% of the seats are good. Otherwise you're watching from a stupid angle where you can only see things if things are right. at one specific part of the field. The, the further you go down that list, mm-hmm. the more it's acceptable to do it. If you're with a really solid group of people. Yeah. Or also just want to party. You know what I mean? Like they mm-hmm. just, you can create a small party in your section. Yes. You know what I mean? Like baseball is not terrible. If you're all there, just getting fucking drunk and eating. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, and that's like, and it's like, Oh, there's this game going on in the background. Right. Mm-hmm. Like same with football hockey. You don't need that though. No wrestling. You don't need that though. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I fucking love it. I'll say I've watched, uh, an opening Celtics game. Yeah. From the skybox. Mm-hmm. Uh, for a work thing, just got absolutely trashed in Boston, wandering downtown, fucking trying to get into other people's hostels and shit like that. Just fucking out of my goddamn gourd. Uh, when we hit the 105 star reviews, I'll tell that whole to force the full fucking story. All right. Uh, was a work event that I should not have been at. Uh huh. Uh, somehow got in an invite because they were like, wow, this up and comer is sure, you know, going to be doing stuff and like met in the meeting the president of the company and all these high end people. And I'm just there, some fucking schlub getting plastered. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Great time in the skybox. Yeah. This, yeah. Oh, it's a great story. That sounds but, awesome. All right. But yeah. So uh, even basketball, even <laughs> from the best vantage point. Yeah. I didn't watch any of that game. That's super fair. Super fair. Oh, check out Thursdays. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot. We're still doing that. It's a grim podcast, a perilous adventure, uh, where we are playing the Enemy Within campaign. Yep. Dan is running that. Uh, the old Papa Warhammer Fourth Edition. Um, great hats over there. Great hats over there. Yep. Uh, the best written campaign probably ever. I have played a shit ton of Pathfinder, a shit ton of Dungeons and Dragons. Um, a lot of different game systems. Uh, Warhammer didn't necessarily appeal to me at first, mm-hmm. but the intrigue and the politics uh, and the story of, of this particular campaign in uh, Warhammer Fantasy is just so good. Head over to Patreon.com, jump into the archive, start from episode one, mm-hmm. work your way through. If not, is there a good jumping on point yet? 
probably coming up, I would think. From the sounds of it, you sounds like you guys are getting towards the end of this. It's been a while. Kind of. We just had a bunch of insane shit happen, and we are just kind of un- uncovering the next mm-hmm. big arc of the story. So, yeah, there are a couple of good jump on points, probably around episode 30 and then again around episode 50 uh, are good points to get on, though it, it, it is one to go back and listen from the start. If there's one thing that makes D&D live plays, especially in the narrative level that you guys are doing it at, going back at episode one, getting connected to those characters, mm-hmm. following this story and growing with them. Yeah. And, and legitimately growing with them. I've I've listened to others and there are times when like a character dies and it. It does emotionally affect you. Yeah. Um, sh- shout out to Friday Night Quests. I miss that show a lot. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, I have a feeling the second once Lucky actually does die, <laughs> there will be legitimate funerals in the Discord. People will be taking lighting candles and sending photos. Uh, Lemmy, uh, still as as our first um, professional cake setter, as our first Discord member. Yeah. Um, a long time ago, oh, I tried to himself. Yes. Yep. I tried to send him a shirt and because of import laws and stuff, it, it didn't uh, really turn out, but I was like, all right, when lucky dies, we will record you saying his eulogy for love the it. show. I love it. Uh, and I've been terrified of dying ever since. Yeah. So I am going to hold on to life like a fucking rabid badger. I'm not going to let that go. That last little shred of life. Uh, I I'm sticking around. As long as I can until Dan just decides that I'm going to die. And then Fair. it will be on my hands. That's all right. Real quick. Uh, anybody trying to sue you for stealing their characters of the most basic level yet? No. Okay. I wasn't sure. Nope. Uh, listen, I, 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 I'm I, super into Steven Universe fan fiction too, but. Right. You know, there's okay. uh yeah, that's, that's a thing. Yep. That's a thing. If anything, that whole that whole nest and if anyone is unaware of it. Yeah. So I only know from like people commenting on TikTok about yeah. it in the D&D community. And I only know that it has something to do with critical role. So it is it is like real old. I remember being in high school and dealing with this shit, being like, oh, well, they just copied this character. Right. Um. It's stupid batshit stuff. So effectively, one of the higher end podcasts has a character that someone else says they stole from them. But it's at a basic level, right? Like, like it is not hard to potentially make this character the yourselves and not even really realize it. Kind of. I mean, it's it it, it is a little specific, but it it is absolutely something that could be a coincidence. Mm -hmm. This other person that is is suing them or whatever is, in fact, someone with like a million followers. So it's not like no one in the middle of nowhere. Right. So, <laughs> but I will say this to, to, but to sue them for right. money and then be like, I'll drop the lawsuit if you put me on your show, which is bullshit. Yeah. Which also then you are getting called out because you legitimately stole art from artists and tried to claim it as your own. Mm-hmm. Not the, not the smartest move on because I, now you've just snake bit yourself into never getting on that show. I do get it on both sides because it does seem pretty suspect that there were probably some things borrowed from that character. Right. The things that that character was in general are pretty generic. Yeah. But when you're at the highest level of that particular uh, niche, the, right. the, the Dungeons and Dragons, the actual play, like the penultimate. Yeah. That critical role is. Um you just just make it anything you guys do is gold yeah like it there does seem to be some legitimacy there but like 
come on. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, you guys shit gold. Like, why Why would you even need to do that? Right. And, and Allegedly. Because it, like I said, it's, right. it's, it's shallow on both sides. But it's super weird in it. But it just, it's the thing that's taking over TikTok D&D right now. You know what right. I mean? D&D TikTok right now. Yep. So, Fridays. It's Elite Eight Showdown, it's baby. It's Elite Showdown, baby. That's, that's what you... The only podcast on the network where you can hear about counselors' titties popping out in the pool. And getting those juicy D&D gossips. Mm-hmm. This show has gone off the rails completely. But yeah, I think We do so good. So I, we, we were doing really good. Do we, we just great need to make a, a completely separate show for that half an hour after we, we try to start doing plugs where I we mean, just maybe? talk about anything we and also, everything? Because we also talked about a bunch of garbage before we even hit record. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know. Maybe we should. Maybe we should just sit here mm-hmm. and record like an hour show that we release daily and like a little like 10, 15 minute snippets. You know, I keep seeing uh, and that's the that's the like new Bert Kreischer and yeah. uh, Tom Segura and Two Bears One Cave. Yeah, where they just talk about bullshit and their relationships and stuff. And I was like, "Fuck, bud, we need to get on XM." Well, seriously. Well, I mean, they'll fire you anyway. So it doesn't right. Shout out to Jason. <laughs> Shout out to Jason <laughs> Ellis. Um, but professional skateboarder, not skateboarder. Listen, he's still skateboarding. Right, unless someone calls in to talk to him about skateboarding, he's like, I don't know, man, I don't really skateboard no more. Yeah, fair. <laughs> like, uh, he's a, he has a show with Tony Hawk now because Tony Hawk also took it personal that he got fired from. Uh, oh, well, because Tony got Tony was the reason why he got it the job in the first place. Okay, and then they canceled Tony's network and show Demolition Radio and everything. Oh yeah, yeah, like it was, and Tony like took it personal and just really would never do. Ellis's show for that very reason. Yeah. And then when they fired Ellis because Howard Stern wanted more money and so they fired Ellis, mm-hmm. uh was just like, we're doing a podcast. We're doing it and we're gonna fucking show everybody a serious XM. It was super weird. Anyway, so yeah, shout out to Wolf and Hawk or Hawk and Wolf, I forgot what it's called. Yeah. Um and check out our friends hopefully here soon. Comic book rundown. Carton cast. <laughs> Watchtower. Watched it. Yeah, the Watchtower. Wreck my podcast. That show. Uh, Bill Benis. No holds barred with Bill Benis. No holds barred with Bill Benis. Couldn't remember what the fuck that thing was called. Yeah. No holds barred with Bill Benis. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, with that being said, thank you once again for checking out our show. Elite Eight Showdown. I have been your host. I'm a child. I don't know why. I don't know why I went with it. Yeah. I love it. Do you? No. I just washed my face. It was really ugly. Yeah. Is that my sex face? Kelsey, I know you're watching this uh, because you're a cake setter uh, and you're watching the video. Is that what my face looks like during sex? Because I am sorry. I, I did see on TikTok the yeah. way you're supposed to find out what your, your O face is. Yeah. Is you go angry face and then you like wait for, you know, when it's that picture thing that like freezes from mm-hmm. top to bottom. So you go angry face until it gets to your nose and then you go surprised. So it's angry. <laughs> All right. There you go. All right. I'm trying to think <laughs> realistically. My my sex face probably looks like this. <laughs> if I had to get right. I finger guns when I come. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> hey, blap blap. <laughs> so very realistically, yeah, I do. <laughs> it's been a late showdown. Leave the blood on the bracket.
This has been Elite Eight Showdown. I, man, we haven't heard a lot from him. Uh, he was into that episode. He was pretty engaged. Yeah, he was. Durst, real quick. You ever seen a titty pop out at the pool? Yeah. boy. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, cats and squirrels, it's your boy and host of Elite Eight Showdown, Big Chuck. Do you have a business, online store, Facebook, Instagram, OnlyFans, or anything else that you would want to advertise on Elite Eight Showdown? Well, we want you to sponsor the brackets. Right now, we are offering you the opportunity to advertise your business, product, or anything else. Maybe you're a cosplayer, performer, artist, musician looking to reach new fans. Maybe you're a gamer or content creator who wants to get their Twitch, Facebook gaming, YouTube, or podcast advertised. Right now in this introductory offer, you can sponsor one bracket over four shows for just $10. That's right, just $10 and you'll get a month worth of advertising. Nobody is offering a deal like this. Email us for review and approval at theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com in the subject line. Put Elite 8 Showdown Bracket Application. Give us just a brief description of what you'd like to advertise as well as any links for approval. All applications will be considered and reviewed before approval. Elite 8 Showdown has hundreds of downloads every show all over the world and we are growing and gaining more every week. This is a limited time offer, so don't wait. Theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. Subject line, Elite 8 Showdown, bracket ad application.